Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Silent, please. Silence <laughs> all of your phones. <laughs> it's Race Chaser. Mm, hello, hello, hello. And welcome to the first ever episode of Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to discussion and dissection and dissemination of every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. The beginning! Mm, this is the beginning. Um, my name's Alaska. Hi. What's yours? I'm Willem. Hi. Here we go. Now, uh... Wow, you sound so clear. You sound so crisp. Wow, this is us in the future. Yes. Once we figure out how the mics work. We're sorry for the audio quality now, but it gets better. Keep listening. Truly. Enjoy the show. Hello. Are you excited to host a podcast? Have you done one before? Um, I've never... Wait, how... I usually travel. Right, you travel, you don't host... I actually travel and I don't host too. I love being on podcasts. I've never sat in the, you know, in the chair like this. I've never had an official podcast either. So this Girl. is new, breaking new ground. Just like Rue did with the first season. The first season is crazy if you watch it back. Yes. And as a, as a like keynote, I want to break the champagne over the boat. You know what I mean? I would like to say that um, I think the world has been really changed greatly by this phenomenon i have tremendous respect and admiration for every single queen who's work who's walked into that workroom for all the people who work on the show who still work on the show who made it happen um and so this podcast is a celebration it's a love letter uh, it is it's a celebration of the phenomenon that is rupaul's drag race it's a do you like me check yes or no and we're checking yes we we, we love we appreciate the show yes and um, we appreciate it and we're here to we're here to back comb it with our foot <laughs> and give it some give it some volume because some of y'all need to look up this first season you new kids that are uh 14 and love us you know look up the first season and appreciate and worship the dolls we're here to worship the dolls yeah and merle ginsburg what's a merle ginsburg you ask (laughs) yeah Uh, she was a judge and she's uh not on it anymore she's a respected fashion uh author yeah she's noted noted totally yeah exactly and i think we bring a, a perspective yeah, I think we're a good team because um, 
Yes. <laughs> because yes. <laughs> We've been through the process. We, we've definitely been through it. You've been through it twice. Yeah. We've, I was on Drag U. Uh-huh. Because somebody couldn't pass their background check. Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think we're, we'll look at it with um, a very unbiased eye. And uh, give you give you the truth, give you some tea, and you know um, you'll be better after you listen to this and after you tell your friends about this. It will it will make your life better. Yeah, it will. I believe one of the best gifts you can give yourself is time. Time to be. That's how Oprah starts all of her podcasts. Oh really? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which I've never watched. Uh, what was your experience with season one? Did they ask you to audition? That okay. I did this performance. I had just started drag around that time. Mm -hmm. And I had just moved to L.A. And I was dipping my toes into drag. And I did this horrible performance downtown. Everything went wrong. The music was not in the right key. I couldn't hear. I wanted to do this tearaway. You're consistent. A girl, hallelujah. (laughs) I wanted to do this tearaway. So I wore this plastic like saran wrap dress again consistency mm-hmm. and i had written a message underneath on my chest please tell me you sweat it off okay so first <laughs> of all wearing plastic sweat sweated the message gone invisible ink and i couldn't rip the dress because i was ripping it side to side instead of there was nothing there was no score up and down oh. to to rip you didn't do it on the bias girl there was no bias Damn. and so i was literally on this balcony and Why? i'm struggling Feeble. with a dress and it becomes unbreakable at a certain point unless you have like scissors so it was literally horrible so you couldn't break the dawn I couldn't break the dawn. I didn't break the dawn. Damn. I didn't break the dawn. Damn, damn, damn. So afterwards, this guy comes up and he's like, okay, so you've heard of RuPaul. RuPaul is doing a new reality show and we think you would be perfect. And Jeremy was playing piano with me and he was like, and he was like, so it's it's a thing where drag queens and their best friends come on and they compete. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, this is some Hollywood, you know freak making shit up yeah. right and in actuality he um is duran ophir it was i don't think it was duran Are you sure because it, it, he, he was the original casting and he was the original casting was uh funded by an energy drink maybe it was duran an energy <laughs> in that voice it sounded very <laughs> uh an energy drink gave duran ten thousand dollars to go around the country and find these girls and recruit and that was the original casting budget and wow. like those original casting files like season one have like Alexis Michelle in them and have over a hundred girls that have since been on the show from those original files. Wow. That was the original drag. Oh geez. Yeah. He was the one. Um, they contacted me about doing it. I remember I was driving on Laurel Canyon and they said, okay, we want to meet, we want to consider you for this show, blah, blah, blah. I said, cool. I'll come in. When, when can I meet with you guys? They're like, Oh, make a tape. And I was like, Honey, I'm not making a tape. I'm not going... <laughs> they never cast off tape. I'll go in and meet with the producers. Do I have to do a, a pre-read? And they're like, no, I don't think you understand. And I was like, I'm an actor. And, uh, right. And so it never happened. And thank God. You know? I know, right? I have so much respect for the OG season one mm-hmm. girls. They didn't know what this was going to be. They took off work. They didn't know. They literally... If someone was like... I, there's no conceptualization for me because there's pre-drag race and there's after it. (laughs) 
there's no I I can't I I don't know I I couldn't imagine I I I know I said no so what yeah. happened uh, after he contacted you about that was there any discussion about because the original concept of the show was drag queens and their best Judy or like their seamstress or yeah. their and did you have one plan that was going to go with you at that point or did well it's going to be Jeremy if we went so we went in for an in person audition mm-hmm. on. Um, Santa Monica Boulevard. So they were seeing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Durano Fear Office. Santa Monica Boulevard and Vine. Yeah. Uh-huh. We went in and I looked really cute. And they use it in the casting special. You see the, the pink hair. Legacy footage? I looked cool. However, I didn't know how to... You, you're literally sitting in a little dark room with a camera mm-hmm. and in a chair. And I didn't know how to do that how was the light the light was i think fine but i didn't know how to it's a skill to sit there and like turn it on for a little black dot yep i'm i'm a an audience girl you know i like i had always been with an audience so it was so new to me and so foreign i froze on camera wow and i it was like it was a bad audition, and we felt it when we left, and we were like, that's not happening. Like, that was a fail. Well, they got me, gal. So thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Little black dots can turn into big red lights. Girl, hallelujah. 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 Now, the show um, started with an opening sequence of RuPaul with baby pictures, and she is adorable. I've, so cute. I've seen some of these pictures in her uh, book, uh... Was it Supermodel of the World? What was her book called? The pink one? Working it? Letting it all hang out. That was it. That was the the one I did the book report on. That's a great book. It's a good book, yeah. And there's good pictures. I remember it ends with her meeting Diana Ross on a plane, and I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Cool. We met Kesha on a plane once. We did. (laughs) It was not the Concorde. No. (laughs) Did did we know it was her? We did not. It was like they held the plane. Uh Uh-huh. And Gina Davis ended up getting Oh, Gina was there. I remember. And her work was lovely. So lovely. And her whole family came on the plane. She got a husband for a, a surgeon, a doctor husband. Yeah. Dottie, I married a plastic <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> and we were sitting there and they held the plane even longer. We were like, what is going on? And then finally this girl comes in and she's just sort of covered up in a mm-hmm. hoodie and like, sweats and like goes and lays in the corner. Didn't look down. Next to us. <laughs> right. So we were like, okay, cool. As we were getting off, we realized it was Kesha. Yeah. And you said, hey, I loved him. I loved that video. My friend was in it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, detox. <laughs> you always have to find a way to relate to them where they're like, if they wouldn't talk to you, they'd be a dickhead. That's what I do. <laughs> that's the key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I think that's the key to cornering a celebrity and talking to you. Exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, they said that thousands applied for the show, and... Um, I don't know where the decimal is on that, but I know <laughs> I know that they had to hunt down some people. Um, original casting told me that he went to Dreamgirls, and basically all of Chad Michaels and his crew said, no, thank you. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine Chad on that one? Oh. Ugh. It's so weird. I don't think they had the tobacco budget. <laughs> <laughs> they said no. They said no. They said thank you, no. Mm-mm. That's All of them. crazy to me. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy that the the her- the herstory of mm-hmm. this moment just um, kind of like crept up on everybody, and then 
This the first season feels like uh, a uh, what's the word a standalone piece uh, like a pilot or like yeah. a whole test for the the eventual series because the formats are different. There's things that aren't there that we miss. There's things that are there that were like what the fuck. Mainly the the blurry <laughs> filter. Uh, and I know that they were trying to make it look richer than it looked with that blurring because the set was a little CB2 dorm. <laughs> I, in fact, the judging table, I'm pretty sure, is a crate and barrel table that we're actually sitting at now. Right. Because they are squozed up in there. Yeah. Squozed. Like an 11 and a 12 sh- in a shoe. <laughs> Definitely. And you know you know when that one toe overlaps. Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no man spreading on that. I th- I think that... You know, I think season one has gotten sort of a bad reputation over time. And but why I wasn't on it. Well, <laughs> exactly. It sort of was the hidden season that now now is finally available on iTunes. Yeah. You can buy it. I think there was music clearance issues. There was. And now they're like, okay, well, bitch, here it is. We're doing it. But Forts and all. But I think it, when you go back and watch it, it holds up to this day. It's entertaining. It's um, it's a phenomenon. You can feel that something is happening here. It's bookended by a great theme song. The theme song has been consistent for all ten seasons so all far. Yes. Um, it's it's a great opening, a great closer. Whoever designed the opening credits should have been given an Emmy. Um, yeah. I love it. And um, this is the first time we actually hear Lip Sync for Your Life. And the rules of the show are explained. And I think they're pretty consistent. If you suck, yeah. you go home. Right. As long as you have no story. <laughs> so, um, gee, I know you have all the queens memorized. I'm going to... I think there were eight or nine, were there? Eight. Eight. Okay, I'm going to see if I can do it. I think there was... Pork Chop, mm-hmm. Kasha... Mm-hmm. Um, Glasscock, Nina, BB, Angina. I got two more. Um, I got a, um, I got a big girl. Tammy Brown. Got a, oh, Tammy, Tammy Brown, Latin. Well, I know she speaks Spanish. Did you say Jade? I didn't. There you go. That's yeah. eight. Wow. Pork chop, Tammy, Akasha, Jade, Angina, Chanel, Rebecca, Nina, BB. Chanel. It's- Chanel. I forgot about Chanel. Yeah. What an amazing group. Yeah, it's a it's a great cross-section of girls, and they really did their best to show a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. Should entrance- we get into the entrances yeah, into the workroom? Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, the first ever queen to walk into the workroom is Chanel. Mm. And she walks, she does. She doesn't look down once. Ass out. And she says her drag is realistic. <laughs> She's wearing assless jeans. Is she wearing her Medusa head at that point? <laughs> People call her the Barbara Streisand of drag, she says. Which, I mean, does that mean she's difficult to work with? <laughs> I'm totalitarian, or, or what? Or is that she has many illusions? Her Barbara Streisand is so fucking good. It is. Am I allowed to swear? I'm allowed to swear on this. Yeah, it's our podcast. Uh-huh. Are we going to lose sponsorship? Oh, my God. From Rush? <laughs> from Absolute. Rush Video Head Cleaner? <laughs> uh, from Double Scorpio? <laughs> They're my preferred popper sponsor. Pig Sweat? <laughs> oh, my God. The first um, workroom was sponsored by Mac, too, which was pretty cool, I thought. That's lit. Yeah. Mac is fierce. Nina Flowers was second coming in. And I remember when I saw the show, 
in season i started watching it i think in season three when i found out raja won early i was like oh cool raja won i know her and i went back and like looked at the other girls and i was like nina who's this nina she's amazing and yeah. based off first impressions i would say either nina or chanel i thought would win i can't imagine being in walking into that room and seeing chanel there and how intimidating yeah. like because she's such a, like, presence, and she's really fucking good at drag. She is. I'd be like, well, this is, this show is hers, yeah. so... Let me go into this basement and uh, talk to these other girls who are going to beat me. Girl. Which is probably what Rebecca Glasscock thought, because she was third to enter the room. T-shirt and jeans. <laughs> Nothing but a t-shirt on. <laughs> And she was carrying a handbag, which I like. A lady can never be too short. Girl, you're never short at night. No, never. The thing is, there's no... There's no concept before this. There's no prototype. None. There's no like, oh, well, I'm not going to wear that into the workroom because it looks stupid. There's, you don't know what you're doing. I like that there's an innocence about it. There's definitely an age of innocence where it's not like, let me throw this catchphrase out and hope people catch it. I already have it on a t-shirt. Yeah. $45 at Drag Queen Merch. You know, like there's definitely. Oh, so you see my website? (laughs) I'm familiar with your back catalog. You see my social? Uh, the pork chop comes in uh, fifth, and um, she's that queen who goes to every call for. She's in every movie. Mm-hmm. She works her ass off and goes to the auditions and puts in the tape. She's a hustler. She was in Trantasia. Ooh. She was in the pageant. The one from '68. No. Oh <laughs> no, that's the that's queen. queen. Oh, sorry. Uh, she's a baby, Elia, and no, she's, she's she fresh off the tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she works her ass off. Yeah, she's great. Um, Akasha, also ass out. Well, Akasha says, if I was a girl, I'd be a stripper or a slut and pregnant with a whole bunch of children. <laughs> I like that she knows her brand. She does. She delivers at all times. She definitely does. Um, Tammy Brown comes in next, and shockingly, Rebecca Glasscock thinks she's weird. Well, she's right. She's kooky. T- yes. I think weird has a good, has a, um, has a, a terrible definition. Like, kooky. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the eighth girl is Jade. And, uh, Jade's just stunning. I, she's animalistic to me. I like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, yeah. really beautiful. Dick down, D-d-d-d-dick. Ooh. brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the sound her foreskin makes when you pull it back. <laughs> There's that much. I love it. Trade Sotomayor. Trade Sotomayor, <laughs> definitely. That's the house. That should be her name. Um, BB comes in last. God bless BB Zahara. Ooh, what does she wear? She was dressed in sort of like a Business? businessy woman. She, like, she came. She didn't come to play. It's smart. Because, Hold her calls. Right. And it, didn't she wear business on All Stars too on her entrance look? Or that her runway was? It was a remake of this entrance. It she looked like the same it. one. It was oh my god! I'll say it. it was an upgrade. It was an upgrade. It was an upgrade to economy comfort. It wasn't even business. She, I and I, I think. She was informed by the pageant system because this, I would categorize this as interview portion. Definitely interview, bus driver wig, side swoop. 
it's efficient. You have your purse. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm going and I'm going to a meeting. Very that, yeah. Little dangle earring. Yeah. The lighting is transphobic. That's all I will say about it. There is overhead lighting. There is not a ring light even on the block. <laughs> Even on the blog. I think it may be votive candles. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Wow. You can even see the keloids on some of these girls' ears from gluing the earrings on. Oh my god. Damn. It's crazy. But I like the girls that have the purses because you you really can never be too sure. Yeah. I mean that first challenge they throw at you, it's like go to a dumpster and fight zombies, you know? Yeah. What was their first challenge? It is Drag on a Dime, which we will talk about right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business, and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. It's been the it factor for me, actually, for a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they, it's like, I love the, I love the variety. Because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's 
savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back to Race Chaser. Now, um, please, please, Mr. Postman, tell me about the first You've Got Gmail. Jordan. Sorry, trigger warning, too. Well, okay. It just sort of pops up on a screen. She doesn't say, ooh, girl, you've got a... It says... It just comes up on the screen. Um, so it's one of those subtle, like, slid-in kind of... Mm-hmm. Post-production. It's like, right. They say, girls, get over here by the TV. Right. We're gonna put something in later. That'll be offensive in five years. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, it looks to me by the lighting, I far be it for me to say anything bad about a drag queen ever, but... You've um, never. Never. I don't, life, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with hate speech like that. Yeah. Um, it looks to me like... The post-production was a result of either a uh, nuclear holocaust, <laughs> because RuPaul is so blo- RuPaul is more blown out than my asshole after white party. Um, it looks like she probably didn't like how she was shot, and so they did something with a filter. And the filter yeah. is a strong choice. Yeah. And I also think, okay, the whole like lighting scenario in season one, the whole thing, is... I think it was kind of a parody of... Um, top model? Top model. Definitely. The whole show was kind of a a, a takeoff of yeah. top model. Definitely. So I think maybe it was kind of like, well, just blur me to hell like they do to Tyra, but do it so much that it's like hilarious. But you we miss out... her eyebrow. Right. We, we miss, miss out, out on her eyebrows. On seeing her and she, like, she's stunning. I mean, a lot of people when they talk when they want to talk about RuPaul um, and inadequacies in makeup, there's only one shining example, and that's uh, Project Runway. But the Project Runway thing, if you look at it, her makeup is flawless. It's the wig that's the problem, and well, um, the lighting. If you don't light a drag queen right, it's very hard to fix later. Yes. And I'm not sure what the situation was here, but I think Ru deserves better. Yeah, yeah, and that's all I'll say about that. Because really, drag is a magic trick, and it it's is. it's not even so much makeup and hair and clothes. It is light. Lighting. It's light. The best makeup job in the world can be rendered useless by shoddy lighting. The truth. That's or, the truth. Yeah, or a trade. Yeah. Yeah. And so, obviously, we're still, they're still figuring it out here. Yes. But, you know, she's there. She's there. Yep. Highlighted. <laughs> the yellow highlighter, literally. You need to all look at this. Damn. Damn. Okay. RuPaul comes in the workroom for the... Does he say hello, hello, hello? No. Can we get was, a ruling? That was uh, later, and it was a ripoff of Valerie Cherish. An homage, yes. not a ripoff. Yeah, is a homage, never a ripoff. I mean, hallelujah. <laughs> she looks great there when she turns around. Movement is always good. <gasps> she does. So what? How? What is the timeline on this? Two thousand eight, I think, or two thousand ten. When was the first comeback? The comeback was before that. So, yes, he has said that. Hello, hello, hello. Is the Valerie Cherish is them? Yes, and he was on the comeback in later episodes. 
because my friend Stephen Guarino uh, was also on that episode, shared a van with him, and <laughs> was uh, notoriously not spoken to by him well, after attempting. Well, I guess he was in character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they announced the first mini challenge. It's a photo shoot with Mike Ruiz, and it's daytime drag and outside. And as we know, Daylight yeah. is no friend of the Dragoon, as Bun Bun was. No. Yeah. This sets the precedent for the first ever challenge being trial by fire. They probably will light them on fire. That's why they have a hose. Girl, literally. I, I thought my season was going to be fire because I knew they had water. Water. Months, they had air. wind. Mm-hmm. Air. And then they had, um, well, earth probably because they were on ground at some point. What was What did Raja do? Jumping in. Jumping. It, right. So, and you guys kind of had ground because you were on a spinning thing. Yeah. And they were squirting liquid at you. But that's when they got into heavy ripoff mode. And they're like, let's just do the Alexander McQueen show. Shoot paint. Um, so it sets that precedent for we are going to literally destroy the girls on day one. Mm-hmm. This they're they're outside, which is the the enemy of the dragoon, as you said. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just throw water on you. It's literally a, a, the drag queen nightmare. Day one, we're going to destroy you. Yeah, yeah, before, and then build you up from there. Number. Yeah. Before your first number. Akasha is lit that she got wet, that her drag is wet. Plucked. 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 Pork chops distracted by the models. She is. Which, season one pit crew, they are lovely gals. Bitch, Wakanda forever. (laughs) I love them. Lovely gals. We're gonna look them up. (laughs) Yeah. Find them. Um, get them on his guests. Yeah, I think we should get them. Can we on, find them? I just want to get on them. <laughs> uh, You're gonna suck all these Santas. Suck all these Santas. Uh, I think Nina takes a stunning photo. But she, she does. Every photo she takes is stunning. Yeah. That paint is bulletproof. You know. It literally. It, oh, it's so, it's so good. Like I find when when Miss Fame does my makeup, I have to make one face. Mm-hmm. Nina's got the same kind of makeup that can just go on, and you're beautiful. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I Nina was always my front runner. Um, the queens, after they're wet, obviously have to take off their wet drag, mm-hmm. dry their pads out in the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, who do you think is the most shocking boy to girl? Uh, Nina Flowers, definitely. Yeah, because she always covers up her arms in drag. Yeah, her tattoos. And, and then her she night takes tattoos. A, yeah, and she's literally tatted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Jade is also, like, he's very handsome yeah. out of drag. I've tried to fuck him twice, actually, not knowing that he was my sister. <laughs> and Sister dick will make you sick. Well, oh, but I want it. Bitch, give it to me. <laughs> he Like, and I, it's happened twice. It's like, and then he'll look at me, he'll go, girl i'm like oh hey girl and, and i get it um but you know they use the term lesbians with each other instead of kai kai and uh right everybody thinks akasha is loud which is so strange uh right pork chop is like girl some of these gals are just running around being loud and crazy and i don't do all that no she doesn't run at all and the prizes now are um are much more illustrious but back then twenty thousand dollars was a lot Yes, and it's still a very decent package. You get a photo spread in Paper Magazine, mm-hmm. a, f- a portrait by Greg Gorman, L.A. Iwerks, 
the Absolute Vodka Pride Tour. Gigged, gigged, booked down. Gigged. And this is like the first year. It's straight out of the gate. There's no... Do you think they were just calling in favors, like, left and right? Do you think Rue was like, hey, we did a photo shoot. Can we, like, put this as the prize? Um, I mean... When you're doing a TV show, you literally call in every everybody. I, I do know that um, if casting had to get their casting budget from a energy drink sponsor, yeah. you know there was no money. There no. was no money there. This yeah. was... Uh, this was a fledgling show. The highest rated show on Logo before RuPaul's Drag Race was a show my husband was on, uh, Shirts and Skins, about a gay basketball team in San Francisco called the Rock Dogs. Oh, I love that. And this un- you usurped it. Uh, how do you say that word? Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drag is hard. RuPaul, when she comes into the workroom, touches everyone. He comes in that door and he is just glowing. Glad-handing. Like, happy to be there. So excited. And yes, it is very intimate. It's informal. I mean, there would be no show without the girls. So I think right. that really shows and he appreciates them being there. Um, Akasha took off work for it, you know? <laughs> As she says later. She took off work. I took off work. I want to be here. She let her PO know she was leaving the state. All that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the main challenge is drag on a dime. And the queens are provided with old hand-me-downs and dollar store items to make a Big drag look that screams them. Why is season five like mirroring season one for me right now? Because if our, they broke, don't fix it. Our first challenge, we were in a water tank, so it's like water. And then our first main challenge was dumpster diving drag. So we were literally picking up stuff and making a thing. So I don't know. I feel a kinship. I definitely, I definitely agree that. Um, the easiest thing to do is just give queens trash and make them a treasure, you know? It's what we do for a living. Consistently. Detox and Vicky dared me to make a hat off of some shit they found on the ground. And I said, done. And I made a hat. And I still wear it. And I love it. I love that hat. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, Chanel said, she says, I have $25,000 in costuming and rhinestones. Things with Versace buckles on them. Girl, she got Versace buckles. Yeah. She's versnatchy. Girl. Yeah, very snot- snooty. Yeah. Well, she wasn't aware that sometimes that comes across a certain way on drag queen TV shows because there is no drag queen TV show. This is true. This is very true. So she's, she is grand. She's like the definition of grandiosity. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that assessment. So she's being herself. She's like, I don't want to make an outfit out of garbage. Like, I brought fabulous Things. things. I Let brought show you a my package. Yes, she knew. Yeah. Um, Rue uh, introduces the idea of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, and makes them all say it together, which I didn't really know what it all stood for. I was like, "What's nerve?" And then I realized I got nerve. Yeah. Um, and I was—that's my biggest trait—is nerve. But I didn't really understand what nerve was at first. It do take nerve. How long did it take you to realize that um, Charisma, Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent is an acronym? Oh, I didn't know till after my season. It took me about... Season six or seven. I yeah. was like, you all, y'all slipped that in, bitch. It's so sly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that thing where it's like, you know a faggot will pull a stunt, and you won't even know that they pulled a stunt until a- way after the fact. Standards and practicing must have been reeling. Girl. 
I literally, it was, we were watching season three and I, it was just some random episode and I was like, oh wait, that's an acronym. <laughs> it's so sly. I know, right? <laughs> Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman win. I bet there's girls out there right now. I bet there's people listening to the podcast who are like, wait, acronym? What? Charisma, uniqueness, what? I don't know her. <laughs> what she does it stand for? Akron. What is the acronym? <laughs> like, I bet people still don't know. Some people don't know what acronym means. Right. Yeah, that's fine, too. <laughs> it's okay to be stupid as long as you're cute. <laughs> um, the first time Rue ever says that, it was super dramatic. She says, go. Um, the writing is there and it's it gets tweaked and finessed and fine-tuned over the years but the writing is so strong like gentlemen start your engines may the best woman win so you're getting gentlemen and woman it's mm-hmm. like both sides yeah i think i i've had conversations with tom who is the the lead writer and mm-hmm. uh he speaks in soundbite and he's hilarious yes. and i i love seeing him he's always got a smile on his face mm-hmm Yes. And it's starting your engines is the tying in of like drag race. It's still like there are car references. It's iconic. Yeah. The checkered flags and the, you know, it sounds like it's a show about cars. This is the point in the show where they start to uh, delve into the queen's history a little more. Porkchop uh, reveals that she's been shot at for being a drag queen. Damn. And um, you can tell, you can always tell by the interview who gets the most interviews in a show who the top and the bottom are going to be because that's <laughs> whose story they focus on yeah and pork chop is getting a lot of story early sure is through and in the, in the workroom walkthrough you can it's also very evident who the storylines for that episode are going to be because that's who they concentrate on they don't have time for rupaul to talk to everybody um so they talk to they concentrate on pork chop and rue calls her outfit costumey Wait, first, have you ever been shot at in drag? <laughs> I've, I've been shot at multiple times in drag. You've been shot on. But, oh, yeah. That's well, different. That, that counts. <laughs> you saw that pair of lashes that got ruined. Girl, those were a good old pair of stacks, too. I know. Brand new stack. Brand new. I was very mad. Ruined. Uh, I came down the stairs one time to show uh, what a man had done to me. <laughs> When Alaska was downstairs at my home. Disrespected. The first thing I saw after them laughing was my other friend Anthony reaching for his phone to try to commemorate the moment. And I said, oh, no, I'm going back upstairs, covering my asshole with the pillow. That was probably dripping too. The dripping's can. <laughs> the dripping's can, and I lost my nails drinking of the chicken pot. Let's oh, take it. Let's take a quick break. For the dripping's can. Ugh. is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is... 
fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, so we're at the 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 Coupe de Gras of it all, and the, is that a word? It's Coupe de Gras, oh, but fuck. it's spelled Coupe de Gras. Yeah, see, but I know a lot French, of words, but I've never actually said them out loud. Yeah, and that's the problem. Coupe de Ville, Coupe de Gras. Damn. Um, you know who would know how to say that word? Merle Ginsburg, because she is a respected and noted fashion, uh, author. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've read, I was flipping through, like, a Vanity Fair and, like, found her name once. I was like, oh. That's fierce. Yeah. Uh, we know that she's only there because Michelle wasn't available, so. That, this, that's how the story goes. Yeah. Which is, Michelle wasn't allowed to get out of a contract that she was doing a radio thing. Yeah, and then she finally was because she went over the, her boss's head, who, in fact, was just a homophobic person. Oh. They allowed her to go and do season three. Apparently, uh, and it's talked about in Michelle's book, RuPaul didn't speak to Michelle for almost two years. Right. Because Mich- she felt so... Uh, it's, it's Betrayed. Crazy. Yeah, Bewildered. but it's crazy to think how you expect your best friend to just drop everything from across the country, her husband and family, and then come film a show. You know, so I'm not judging anybody because that's not what I do here. But um, I'm glad Michelle's on the panel now. I think she's a welcome addition. She is. Yeah, and Santino was there too. And um, I guess that's nice. You know, he had just come from Project Runway. Project Runway so he was like, I I always liked him as a judge. I didn't because, mind like, him on my season. Right. He's been on the other side of it. He was very honest with everybody. Yes. Yeah. He understands reality TV. Uh, he's He also understands fashion yeah. and presentation and putting a look down a runway, which is... So I think he's actually a really qualified judge for this spot. Even more qualified is Bob Mackey, though, because... Oh, they got Bob Mackey episode one! Bob was there. Girl, we had Bob Mackey on season five. There are so many parallels. I was returning the um, clothes at EC2, his warehouse after I rented them for All Stars, uh, and he's like, oh, I can't wait to see what you did. I saw him in the parking lot, and I was like, hi, Mr. Mackey, I'm Willem, I'm, uh, I'm so-and-so's drag daughter who worked there, and he's like, oh, I know who you are, dear. Uh, and I was like, oh. He's a legend. Yeah, and he's like, can't wait to see what you did, and I was like, I didn't get to wear any of them, they kicked me off before I went. He's like, oh, man, well, there's next time. So, but he's, he's amazing. And yeah. He knows drag, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about the runway. It's so tiny. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Um, I'm pretty sure the curtains are held back with um, string. <laughs> string or a clothes. It's that good old Mickey's curtain. Mm-hmm, that where one. you pull that string and it opens that curtain. Oh, that one. That's oh, the one. Oh. And that filter is 
notable. Yes. And the, I mean, wow. it, it's it's very hard to light a drag queen properly. It is. And this is an inexact science. It's season one. It's the first try. Mm-hmm. And even by the end of season one, they figure it out. And it looks less harsh and crazy. We know what color wig that is in person, though. We both uh-huh. know that's shade of RuPaul, mm-hmm. yellow. And this light makes it look... Tangerine toffee. Burnt toffee. It's not a burnt toffee, but it's definitely a simmered toffee. That toffee is simmering. Um, The gown is lovely. It's a nude illusion. um, That side, when you catch the glimpse of the side, it looks like it's nude. Yeah, it looks like she's giving body. I love it. Yeah. Um, But you can't even see... She's... You know what every drag queen dreams about being in her her Christopher Reynolds portrait. It's eyes and lips. And yeah. a whiff of a nostril. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this, it's it's a shame because we miss out on seeing her face. And her face is so important Yeah, we also we also miss out on the sides because it's a square format, pre-HD. So it's cropped kind of, like, Instagram style. Everything yeah. just looks wild. But the runway I is even it. better because Nina starts it off and she slays. Girl. She's, ugh. Just every time. She plaid pants, little red bejeweled blazer, plus signature mohawk, and, like, the the stripe, the strings across the face. I'm like, who would have thought of that? Like, she's Girl. so cutting edge. She's always current. Yeah. You never know when that's from, but it would still be cutting edge today. Yeah. A decade later. Totally. Yeah, she's everything. Um, Akasha has a little hoochie streetwalker dress with lots of cutouts. Big hoop earrings. It's it's very scoochy. It's a little scoochy dress, like a little turning dress. You don't wear that on stage. I wouldn't. That's the turning garment. That's what you were to turn. It is scooch. It's scoochy down. Scoochy down boots. Stripper heel. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so cute. It's the angina, the classic angina. This is such a classic moment. It is. She took the loofahs and made... Okay, so they were given crap from the dollar store, but they were also given a rack of, like, hand-me-downs from... Hollywood costumes or something like that. Tram me downs. Right. So I think what a lot of girls did was they took a garment and then embellished it with. They took a garment off the rack and then embellished it. Yeah. Yeah. But what Angina did was she was like, I'm going to take the crap and I'm going to make the the garment out of it. She is fashion. Yeah. Yeah. She is fashion. Still. Yeah. She has a little signature poof on her head. I love a poof. I love that she didn't wear a wig and just said, this is my drag, and you're going to yeah. love it. And they do. Her runway is by far the best presentation-wise. She's yes. she's performing while she's yeah. there and always showing a piece of her personality, which is, I think, integral to drag. Anytime you're on stage, you want to show your personality. Yeah. And she invented bald queens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and... Porkchop has a bucket of cookies, which is always nice, too. Because who knows if you need a snack by the end of the runway. Girl, I know. I know I get hangry. Ooh. Okay. Let's there talk are about things... Porkchop. Okay. I don't... I don't... Like, looking at it head to toe, mm-hmm. I'm not that mad about it. On purpose? I'm not I don't that mad. Okay. There's green. There's fringe. There's a bucket. A small <laughs> shovel. I'm I'm not really sure what all of this is, but she looks like um, a hooker in Emerald City, who's only doing oral at this point because she, she can't she can't do, she can't do the back end gigs no more. Just oral. She got that headband wig on. The but 
uh, the and then there are like the plastic things hanging over the. It, it's so soft focus, I can't even tell what it all is. Though. Right? Is there a new delusion panel down the front, or was that a necklace? It, she's wearing like these plastic see-through triangles, and they also go down the back. So I think it's like one of those moments oh, yeah. where it's like it could have been edited. Wow! And if it had. A, a strong point of view like i do want to look like a hooker from emerald city mm-hmm. she could have lost the bucket of cookies which is kind of what was she going for like a beach wear and why do we have the dangly thing off the wrist it sort of seemed like a lot it was a lot and she's not lit well which is well. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> yeah. very it's very hard to overcome bad lighting as we've talked about if it if it lost a few elements, I think it could have been very elegant. Yeah. The easiest way to overcome bad lighting is with bangs. And BB is banged down. BB's wearing this leopard print. Girl, talk about a signature look. Mm-hmm. Because she's, in the last episode of All Stars that we just watched, she's wearing basically what, what we're looking at. Yeah, jumpsuit. It's a variation on this thing that's instantly recognizable. Girl, I'm not mad because I, I've been wearing the same thing in drag since the first time I got up in drag, which is a black plastic dress and giant blonde hair. So, hallelujah. Yeah, Maybe Leopard Zahara. is a drag queen neutral. We all know that. Yes. And, oh, hey, but man. what about her reveal on the runway? Is uh, this... Her, 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 she has the first reveal on a drag queen runway. Violet Chotsky is quaking. She shook. <laughs> Violet Chotsky was also three. Um, <laughs> and happened. BB uh, dramatically <laughs> removes her belt <laughs> and then features it over her forearm. And she just challenges you with a look like, yeah, I just took off my belt. I did. And now it's dangling over my arm. Oh, she can do that, though. Yeah. Everything is an event. Everything. Her taking off the belt is an event. Girl, Ricky Tiki Tavi. I'm pussy, bitch. Chanel comes out... And she looks like an Chaparillo? orange. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Chanel comes out looking like an orange that's half peeled uh, because her ass is out. And she does have an iconic wig on um, and uh, voracious use of drag queen color spray in the hairline. Yes. Merle is eating a pen. <laughs> Merle loves it. Um, and she's serving. She's wearing basically trim. Trim on a belt. Trimmings. L and J trimmings. And you know she's got some spray adhesive in the back. Girl. You know. And she looks lovely. Yeah. My friend uh, did her body, and he said that is some of his favorite work Aww. ever. Because when she uh, gained some weight, he said, I'm so mad you can't even see it. That was my best work. <laughs> um, Jade comes out looking fierce. Very Zulu. Global. Global. Yes. World pride. Yeah, spinning, totally. turning, doing talents, doing tricks, spotting those turns. She's a dancer. Yeah, she's a dancer. Yeah. And um, then uh, Rebecca comes out with. Um, it's not even a bus driver wig. It's like a, a mail truck driver, mm-hmm. or like. Um, it's what like you know <laughs> T Boz would put on to go to go to the store to get smokes. You know, it's that kind of wig. There's a, a random long piece. There's some flick-ups. Um, oh. Oh, exactly. Okay. But that yeah. face. 
Right. The face, she skates through. She's the first one the to first rest court, on pretty. The first Courtney. Yeah, she's the first to rest on pretty because the garment is, I mean, it's basically Akasha's garment. It's a hot pocket with sleeve <laughs> with black on the outside and some tinfoil rollout. When you leave the hot pocket in too long, then you got to strip the cheese off. It bursts. That's this. It is. Uh... Now, Tammy looks like a goddess from a 1930s film. She does. She is resplendent. But... Like she'd be singing like this. Totally. I think, um, what? I, I think she looks like a, a hooker from Valerian. <laughs> you know, it's very bad. She could be right along Riri in that movie. She looks great. Ooh, that shoulder came down. Ooh. She's yeah. giving reveals. She's yeah. very Tammy Brown, which who wouldn't want her to be? And she goes out the wrong side. She goes up RuPaul's exit. <laughs> she went. Day one, she's coming for Ru. She's coming for her easy. Um, the runway music is just a, a goddamn loop. It is. Um, we're, we're still figuring it out. It's an eight count, and it just feels like somebody's ready to sing the whole time. No one does, thankfully, although albums have been released since. Yes. <laughs> um, the judging is... The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood... Check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? In the name of two months and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Kind of different, too. They had uh, to come forward to explain their look for individuals. And um, I think Angina fared the best with her explanation of her look. Yeah. Just because she's so confident with it, you know? Yeah, she knows fashion. She yeah. knows references. And uh, for the first time, some of the queens are questioned on their, uh, their feelings about whether they wanted to be there. And Mike Ruiz, he said... Do you even want to be here, Agasha? Yeah. She took off work. She said she took off work. She took off work. Um, you better take off work. <laughs> the Interior Illusions Lounge is a, um, is not a lounge. Well, I don't think there's a soup <laughs> or a restroom there. A lounge, I think you should be lounging. I always thought that um, it was like a joke, like a vagina joke, like interior illusion, or like a tucking joke. Oh, like okay. you're putting your stuff interior and it's creating an illusion. But yeah. interior illusions is a furniture store. Yeah, it was on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah. Talk about the smart final. They make cool. Don't you have chairs by them? Uh, Aren't those plastic chairs interior illusions? No, those are the ones that interior illusion ripped off. They're the good uh, ones. They're the design uh, within reach. Oh, mm, yeah. right. I, have, I got them when I have money. Oh, cool. Now, would you say some of their drag was too? With the comments that I love about the judging of the outfits were, um, "Is she too regional?" And 
They call Akasha demure or shy, and I don't know how a bitch in a little scoochy dress and a stripper heel could ever be called demure, and that hoop. They do say the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Girl. And Akasha got a hoop on. Girl, hula hoop. I'm surprised she couldn't put her arms through it. Girl, yes. Yeah, and do the rings. <laughs> um, I think uh, I, I didn't mind Akasha's outfit compared to some of the others. It was simpler. And she did give good, 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 good glove. <laughs> She's standing there perched with her arm up. Arm up the whole time. And it is a half rubber, like, hemorrhoid cream glove <laughs> i have one upstairs <laughs> yeah. it's studded yeah oh it's studded yeah yeah i mean she didn't eat cookies from a bucket but i mean <laughs> you think they let her keep that bucket i don't know i don't think she I, I i think it should be in the smithsonian yeah right um so the winner was nina flowers and she gets immunity Oh, remember immunity? Ooh, remember I, that? Yeah, someone during my I think Laqueer had it. Laqueer and Chad. Yeah. It was when Princess would have gone home if it wasn't Laqueer. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Um, the bottom two are Akasha and Porkchop. And uh, RuPaul explains the Shantae, you stay, sachet away uh, mode. It's so weird hearing her be like, so, in a moment, I'm going to say Shantae, which means you can stay, or Sachet, which means you are no longer on the show and you have to go away. <laughs> um, do you think Akasha is the first lip-sync assassin? Uh, well, she knew the words, pork chopped in, so she fared better than that. I don't know right. how they have shots of pork chop when the music is going work work <laughs> it's just... one word honey and you're not even opening <laughs> your mouth and she stumbles yeah she definitely had a little um tippy tumble but i found with every reality tv whenever they have a girl in interview or a contestant in interview giving false confidence like saying i've been doing this a long time you know she's going home you know, right? It's like acting challenge with Milan. Oh, you went to Julia. Mm-hmm. Oh, good luck. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's very the writings on the wall, which is probably one of the songs they couldn't clear this season from Destiny's Child. Also, um, do you think Porkchop was plucked or pissed because her exit was very ladylike, very graceful, very gracious? She was like, I'm. Thank you so much, and I really wish all the best to everybody. I didn't think it was disingenuous. No, I think it was true. I think she's she'd been around the block at this point. She had done a lot of stuff, drag-related. She did pageant, Trantasia. This was just another gig for her, I'm sure. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't go her way, but she's always been graceful about it. She's always been very supportive of World of Wonder. I remember when she thought she was going to be on All Stars 2. We were doing the Miley Cyrus thing at the time, and she's like, Well, Willem, they got me, gal. I, I tweeted for them, I, I, I posted everything they wanted, and I thought I'd be on it, but they said no, and they said maybe maybe next time, and I was like, yeah, maybe next time, but she, I could tell in her heart she was kind of defeated by it, and she wanted a second chance, which was sad, because she was the first girl to go home, but there's always got to be a first. Yeah. And I remember my first. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. It um, was, Reagan was in office. <laughs> um, I think the... I think that she has also been more, she's had a lasting impression in a way more than a lot of contestants who have maybe gone longer. Yeah. So I don't know. There, there's that power of pork chop. And I don't know. I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of her. So maybe, maybe she, she will get on all stars. There's no mirror message, which is kind of, um, 
I, I miss that. I miss not having a mirror message. But uh, after this break, we'll give you our own mirror message. Uh. Out of all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, there's one contestant who stands out as an icon above all the rest. And that, of course, is Tammy Brown. Brown. Yes. So this is a segment we like to call So we have a podcast where we um, basically talk about every episode of Drag Race and we started with season one and we thought that we needed a little bit of Tammy tidbit. Like we wanted to get your thoughts on on some things. Is that okay? Yeah, whatever y'all like. Oh my God, I love you. Yay. Because I was like, we need some Tammy, a little Tammy tidbit. Tammy tidbit. Tammy tidbit. Tammy tidbits. Yeah, you should do the theme song. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Tammy tidbits. What, um, what's your favorite Destiny's Child song? Uh, geez, favorite Destiny Child song? I think I like In Vogue more. Or Survivor, I guess, is just fine for me. Survivor, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't... Hmm? No, go ahead. I can't say I'm like a, a pop fanatic for the most part. I mean, it's some things they hit and some they don't for me. Tell me Have you heard any rumor or conjecture about the girls from the season since they've stopped? Have any of them gone back to hooking, their day jobs? Where are they now? You know, we should do a Where Are They Now on the podcast for sure. Catch up with one of them. I would love that. And and I hope that um, we can have guests on this podcast. I think we can have roving reporter. We can send texts to some of these girls. I know you have some of their phone numbers. Group messages, Maybe all of Maybe a few. It, right? And it, tell us what you want to see or actually hear because you can't see us. But we are lovely right now. Yes. Um... Full 613 um, extensions to the floor. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. sprayed he's all over my body and individual stones. Yeah. Preciosa. <laughs> I have Versace buckles. I'm wearing $25,000 of trimmings. Right. Um, you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe and talk to the people on Megan's list. And uh, really, <laughs> is, that- is that Megan's law? Uh, maybe Amy's list? Somebody's, some bitch's list, Carol's list. Someone else. Angie's list. Angie! Yes. Angie's list. I knew Angie it was. Yeah, has Angie's a list. Tell them all about us on Angie's list. Um, what do you, how do you think we did on our first episode? I think we broke new dawn. We broke the dawn. Yeah, we definitely we broke, we broke the dawn. We definitely broke the dawn. And, um, <laughs> I think it's fun, you know, because, uh, the children are our future and I hope some of the children are listening to this. We're going to do a hundred of these. Over a hundred. Yes. Okay. That's the, Either that's we the die or you plan. die. That's the only way you're getting out of this podcast, people. <laughs> uh, so our hashtags are at Willem and at the only Alaska 5000. Um, those aren't hashtags. Whatever. <laughs> our hashtags aren't that. What do you call them? At? Yeah, but what, what? On Instagram, I'm at the only Alaska 5000, and you are at Willem. And let's use the hashtag Race Chaser. Race Chaser. Hashtag which, Race Chaser. Which happens to be a song by written Alaska by me. Thunderfuck. Available on iTubes. <laughs> <laughs> Insert car sound. Bye. Bye. See you later. Thank you for listening to Race Chaser. Mm. 
Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever! Dog! Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Dog. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, which is available on iTunes. Or wherever fine music is sold. Mm.